Wagwan, my peeps, have you not watched Bob Marley One Love movie yet? Now's your chance. You have the opportunity to bring home Bob Marley One Love on digital now. Celebrate the life and music of an icon who inspired generations through his message of love, peace, and unity. Buy Bob Marley One Love Digital today and get over 50 minutes of behind-the-scenes footage and deleted scenes. Available at participating retailers, the movie is rated PG-13 and is brought to you by Paramount Pictures. Hoda Party Aluxa, the Styling Vibes Podcast, Episode 3. Welcome to the Styling Vibes Podcast with me, Michaela. I'll be giving you the inside scoop on music, fashion, culture, and more from Caribbean celebrities and tastemakers across the globe, pushing our culture with authenticity and, of course, style and vibes. On this episode, we caught up with dancehall artist Conscience. The young Sinjay was recently in New York promoting his second full-length album, It Feel Good. We talked about the new album, of course, what got him started in the music industry, even his views on mumble rappers, and find out his favorite place to perform. Without further ado, here's my interview with Conscience. All right, guys, it's Michaela from Style and Vibes. I have a huge treat for the ladies. I know the ladies are going to love this person because, you know, he's a ladies' man, but he's off the market, clearly. Um, <laughs> Conscience, introduce yourself. Welcome, welcome. Bless up, bless up, Wagwan. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to kind of speak with the Style and Vibes Pleasure. insiders. And I know we're going to have a lot of fun with this interview. So tell me yeah. about your latest album, It Feel Good. I personally like the name mm-hmm. only because it's not It's Feel Good. Or it feels or good. It feels good. Like, yeah, don't yeah. correct the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. that on purpose? Yeah, definitely. We want the album title to be Patwa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the, the whole concept of the album is people can't understand half of what we say. Mm-hmm. But them just love the energy because it feels good. And I think what people like about the dancehall culture, especially the way that we speak, yeah. is that's kind of part of the vibe, is yeah. almost the allure. So I think it's interesting that you didn't change it. It kind of reminds me of the Beanie Man song. You mean one foot, no, me mean two feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah. it was like he's clarifying it. So that's kind of what I thought of yeah. when I kind of yeah. first heard I think the name. I think we shouldn't even worry about clarifying it. Yeah. And I mean, just left it all them and make, them make people have to wonder, what did he say? Mm-hmm. And they'll pick bits out of it. And it's always fun to hear what their own translation of what we said is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's always fun. So on the album, you kind of did a reach of different genres. Yeah. And I know that that's on purpose. But talk to me about why it's important for, as, as fans, we kind of let the artists kind of grow in different spaces. I don't think it's, it's your responsibility, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's, it's the responsibility of the, of the fan. I think it's always a risk. That the artist, if he wants to, should take. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't force people to like mm-hmm. your music, but if they like it, they cannot force themselves not to. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, it, I, for me, it's just a, a, a risk that I embr- I like taking it because I think I'm being true to myself as a music fan, mm-hmm. which is of all the different genres, and I've been influenced by all the, the different genres. So, I mean, I will go on like I just. Dance all and mm-hmm. reggae alone. Me listen twenty four seven, and uh, this is I, I I actually produce the music that I listen to as well. Mm-hmm. So I really that the angle let me take it from. So in terms of influences, what would you say coming up? Wow. Uh, when you were coming up, what was that one moment that said, "Yeah, I this me I got do"? 
when my older brother passed away recently, he said, yo, go, go with the music now. And I said, all right. That was the <laughs> moment. Like the, we have always been fans of music. We have mm -hmm. always been um, spending money on music mm -hmm. and not making money from music. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We just, we like we write songs and we go to studio and just pay, buy studio time and just record. Mm -hmm. With no aim and no direction, we just did it because we love it. So I think he just his he had a high idea. I said, "Yo, go with the music as a profession." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, whatever you say." Taking and big bro's advice, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's how we started. So there's no big moment. Yeah, I'm sorry, the story is not that interesting. <laughs> there's no big magic moment that it's. I right. said, "Yes, this is it for me," and you know, what I mean, yeah, that was just it. So who are some of the artists that you kind of listen to? What I listen, I listen to everything. Now, if you look at the definition of everything. Mm -hmm. You can take that definition. But why you name a country artist? Listen up. Take that definition there and, and apply it to <laughs> what I just said here a while ago. So if you want to talk about Leon Rhymes yeah. and them people yeah. from the country yeah. sector yeah. and Dolly Parton, mm -hmm. or you want to name some more country people? Or no, you no, no. I think it's, I some, think it's so interesting. Some that Evanescence, <laughs> some Creed, yeah. some Linkin Park, some, um, you know, uh, you can go over you know, the R&B. You remember when there was R&B? Real yeah, R&B, like yeah, Motown, R &B, like Babyface, Baby and yeah. Tony Braxton, yeah. and then you can go back to the regular world and say Barry Salmon, yeah. and say um, Richie Spice, and say Capitan, and say mm -hmm. Sizzla Kalanji, Bojo, and go back to the dance hall world and just name everybody that has been doing music for the past um, 40 years. Mm -hmm. we'll probably have a, there's probably a song are a moment from each one of them I just really admire. Yeah, I always tell people, dance hall is the only space where you can go and hear Celine Dion, yeah. a baby face, yeah, yeah. and a vibes cartel in one yeah, night. Same night yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for a lot of other people, that would be like, huh? That but it kind of work. And then at the end of the night, you praise God. Yeah, I think that's, that's what, that's the only, you know, people like to complain about what is missing and what we need to go back to the old days and Men are one of them personally. I believe very much in advancement and changes and growth and young people time now and mm -hmm. I believe in that. But I think that for dance all of us, I think that is something that I would bring back. I think them early juggling mm -hmm. and the variety of music that you get. Right now you go to party them and you get like the same songs over and over, mm -hmm. like a like a mixtape. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what you just said a while ago. Souls mu not yeah. soul. Souls. Souls <laughs> music. Then you have um Soca segment, mm -hmm. also that we say praise and worship. Yes. Also, that we're getting a dance hall. I think our challenge is the selectors and DJs in Jamaica for just get get back that creative element there. Mm -hmm. And to be to be honest, it's it a little more challenging for them because of the time constraints and the time right. restrictions that they have now. But I think it really just them for just embrace the challenge and, and take on a more creative approach. People, uh, are, yeah. we are sheep, you know. When we send up another audience, we are sheep. Yeah. So a DJ and a selector need to understand the amount of power with them have, mm -hmm. and just use it properly. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it almost comes down to as a patron when I go, mm -hmm. I know that they're not there the whole night. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you just someone else just played this song. You know, oh someone had God. to play because it was popular. Yeah. But also, I think. You know, younger selectors that are coming in into the, you have 
you know, external drives that you can have a plethora. You don't have to carry the, any the crates. And the, you the don't pouch. have to carry any CD yeah. the pouch. You so can easy. have it's so much easier. So it's kind of like now it's really up to them to kind mm-hmm. of and if if you know you are the early selector, don't play no current, nothing current. Mm-hmm. You can literally go back into your whole yeah. arsenal and and just think of things that you would want to hear as a patron. Um, so I think that is important, and I, and I think you recognizing that um, it is is a big push to help kind of ele- elevate the the dance hall space yeah. in that way yeah, too. Sure. So let's talk a little bit about your style. You ever ever stylish? So how would you like. describe your <laughs> personal style? My style is any given day, <laughs> any way I feel like. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we dress all the way up when it's not really necessary. Mm-hmm. And just all the way down when I should adjust up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just up, up to how I feel upon the particular day. Or, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't say I have one sense of style. Like, I'm a suit person, or I'm mm-hmm. a, check me out, I'm a blazer guy, or yeah. a t shirt. Like, it's just anything for me. Anything goes. Is there like su- like a kind of cut or something very specific? Like, I always have to have a watch, I always have to have a chain. Um. Or I always have to have some kind of like my shoes have to clean and you know crisp or no, I like clean things regardless. Yeah. So the clean part, the it have to clean. You know, I style already, man. Jamaican thing. Have to clean regardless. Um, I don't think there's any other thing that is a is a must have for mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? I just go just go anywhere I feel and and on the day. So how do you shop? Online, in store, a little bit. I recently start start shop online aggressively, mm-hmm. and because I have less time on my hands, and yeah. I don't like send people to shop for me. Yeah. So online shopping has been helping me, <laughs> but like with the place like New York now, you know, so I deal with Soho, Wicked. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, and you don't Aventura Mall, and Miami, and every time, every chance I get, I like running, and and I think when 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 we do them. Passwords sporadic when you do them while shopping, you end up spending more than what you've done for spend. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lifestyle, you know, something more, I take up all it. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> say, keep something in the bank, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of them person, one, one is not enough, it's always going over and over and over. So, I need that. Yeah, mm. I like it. I like mm. it. So, in terms of uh, what we can expect next, are you thinking about legacy building, or are you just making the music and seeing where it goes? Um, I think you know we're reaching out in our state nowhere is is all about social media, mm-hmm. and people are so in touch with the actual artist, the actual person. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean that you 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 you're naturally building your legacy whether you want to or not by mm-hmm. by your actions because you live under the microscope even more. I think for where music is concerned, I want I'm not I'm not focused on on so yo every song need to be a hit, but more focused on yo this song need to get them people out of this mood they are put them into this mood or you know what I mean each listener should be able to to to, to connect. If me I do a song when I'm beautiful and me I sing about beautiful women, it's not for it's not for it's for beautiful women and not just. Social media beautiful or whatever mm-hmm. the, the 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 world says is beautiful, but every woman it's supposed to highlight that in a year man say yo I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. You get a message so I just really them things I'm depend on right now mm-hmm. just to do songs to connect to particular people. I like it. I like it. Mm. In terms of performing, you perform all over the world. Everywhere, yeah. Um, what 
are the differences in terms of the different markets? So in the Caribbean, what's the vibe? How is it different from here in the U.S. versus in Africa or Europe? And, and which one is your favorite? Huh? <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> Always. Yeah, I think the, the Jamaica is all about a vibe and an energy. You know, most artists that tour Europe and tour Africa and tour um, globally, then will come back and tell us, yes, the people, and why you sing out your song, and yeah. I'm in love him, third verse, and I hear it, and mm -hmm. the bridge, and the something, them, and this and that, and then them say, all right, Europe people love band, Africa love when you go with the DJ, because they love the thing with them called, what well, old-time word, uh, bashment. Mm -hmm. Remember we, we used yeah. to say bashment? bashment yeah. This is a big word where them work with, for real, bashment. Yeah. And that is, that is true, and Jamaica is that, but it's also, a, a, it's more of, of a vibe, like, people don't necessarily want you to sing out your song in Jamaica unless mm -hmm. the vibe is there. Mm -hmm. You get what I say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's more watching the audience and, and, and getting the energy from the audience and the feedback. Since late, let me see it turn one big cell phone thing, though. Everybody just have the cell phone yeah. a point and nobody not really yeah. into the show. Yeah. But it's still, it, that's still your task for, for, to connect with the audience like that. Um, that's Jamaica and the Caribbean. UK and the Chai State and, and them places are still Jamaica yeah, they are yeah. the same thing. <laughs> same yeah. thing. We one yeah. about Caribbean people pack up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we just love the energy there and just bring uh, you know, so when you go to them places I just straight energy and vibe. You watch a crowd and you interact with them and mm -hmm. give them the music, man. And what I noticed is I, I was at the Apple event last night mm -hmm. and I've seen you on a stage show and you pretty much give the same energy regardless of the size of the audience. Mm -hmm. Do you have a preference of which one you like? Big show or small which, setting? Yeah. For me, I like audience of my fans. You know, some artists perform to promote. Mm -hmm. I don't. I've never liked I've never liked that concept of performing to promote. I like promote than perform. Mm -hmm. So when you pay your money and come for, come to my show, you're not supposed to say ten new song and yo check out the brand new. One. No, you're supposed to come hear the songs we love mm -hmm. and me supposed to deliver them properly. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, if I go on a stage and this is my show and you pay to come. And you go like a judge, you come here for judgment, you never come here enjoy yourself. Yeah. I will gladly remind you that I've been paid. <laughs> yeah. And I will leave. Yeah. I will go there and, you know what I mean, you have some artists that give 150% regardless of the energy that the crowd is giving her. You know, I don't need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're giving me that energy, then this is going to be one of the most memorable times of your life. Mm -hmm. If you are going like a nice than me, me I'll just come out and count my money. <laughs> I can't pretend I'm going yeah. like, you know what I mean, I don't need that. Yeah. So, I'm like a, a sponge. You, if you give me the energy, I'll give it right back. Okay, you hear that, ladies? Give him the energy give and me. give it right back. Give it back, simple, yeah. <laughs> on stage. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you kind of touched on social media a little bit and how that has kind of impacted artists today. Mm -hmm. um, is there a place of... How do you approach it from sharing what you're doing as an artist to interacting with your family? Um, how do you kind of gauge what is appropriate for your fans to let them see versus keeping certain things private? Um, I think one of the things that people like to do is, you know, each person have their own morals and their own beliefs and, and, what, and, and the ideas of what they think is is um, appropriate and what is inappropriate and 
I say what is for you not necessarily must be for me. Mm-hmm. So things that I will find is okay. You know, must find them okay. And I have the right to not care mm-hmm. what you think. You know what I mean? Right. So it's really up to me and my principles. And that's how I live my life, really. Um, as far as, as what the internet has, has been to me. Mm-hmm. Like everything else in our life is like good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's good that we can, I can post and say, Yo, I'm, I'll be in Brooklyn. I wouldn't have to promote my radio, I wouldn't have to do anything else but me post it and then people show up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, that's the good thing. But the bad thing is when people can comment on your thing and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and bring the negative side out. Mm-hmm. You have to just accept it and know, say, this is life. If you want the good out of it, mm-hmm. you have to just welcome the bad we come with it too. Yeah. Mm. I think that's an aspect. Has that come with growth in terms of growing as an artist? Or is that something you came in the game kind of understanding? Like some of this kind of comes with the territory? Or is it something that you yeah. kind of had to adjust to? Over time, I was way more defensive in in earlier days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then my, I think over the years, I developed a, a huge love for people. Like one day, I just keep back. I look at my house and Kiara, I look at my friend, them have visa and them family, all right. I mean, I say, yo, our fans give away all of this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, everything I go on, I say, our fans. So that's why when you say, if I have a show and if, if 200, 300 people line up for take a picture, I'm going to up all of them tight and take the picture. Like, yeah. me, they just develop this huge love for fans. Yeah. And so it did get me out of the defensive mode a little bit. And, me, and because I understand, say, Seven brothers, seven different minds. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to love it, some people are going to hate it, and you can't really lash out at everybody. Some cross the line, and you have to burn a fire upon them still, and I'm not afraid of that one day. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? Yep, I understand people a little bit more now, and I've always been a person that had thick skin. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's, it has been growth over the years that, that, that created a mindset on me. So musically speaking, there's a lot of fusions happening between. It's almost like a cross pollination of like soca, Afrobeat. I love it. I love it too, mm-hmm. and and I think it's going to continue to grow. How how do you think that that will positively impact you know other artists coming in as the genres kind of melt together in a way that that feels right? I feel like it's not forced. It kind of just. Mm-hmm feels right like it, it feel good yeah I, I love it I love it I love it I love it because it is like you have to be aware that there were artists before us mm-hmm. and then we came as the new thing mm-hmm. and then you have to have artists who come after and then I come with the new thing like I see this big struggle this big argument are going on in a, in a hip hop world with the choppers them know like old school hip hop heads really hate the choppers the new mm-hmm. chop artists and I think the labeling wrong, the labeling of the genres. I don't think, and the, the, the funny thing is, the trap artists they're not trying to say that they are rappers or they are hip hop artists, however, but the hip hop artists are, are just really offended. Yeah. But I think them for just create a genre. I think we need to create some genres and say, all right, like what them said, trap. Them have mumble rap, however, it just should not be classified as hip hop. Mm-hmm. So hip hop, though, you know, I feel offended because another way you can look at it is these are kids that. Some of them were trying to be rappers, and mm-hmm. um, they didn't get that support from their own mm-hmm. black people. Mm-hmm. When the white pit in them hear the trap music and the lifestyle that trap, trap kids live, these kids like them get rich in like a month, and yeah. then can feed them family and them the crazy stuff with the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell a man if you do the money. Mm-hmm. So I think 
you have to look on it and say this thing of feed people like this a create jobs to people and mm-hmm. them you they could have be the, we want somebody where rob you mm-hmm. them could have mm-hmm. be a part of the, the unemployed um percentage or whatever so i think them just need to label them own thing mm-hmm. and that's how i look at music advancement is somewhere you have to welcome mm-hmm. and it's not to say that those sounds disappear they just change no. they and change they they ch- and, and i think Remember, there was the, um, each time something come. It, there was a time where each time a new sound came about, they mm-hmm. gave it a name. Mm-hmm. Skia, name them. The mentor, the different mentor. until it, it yeah. evolved into mentor. Then them get dancehall music out of it and say, all right, dancehall. I think we should have been had a new genre already in mm-hmm. Jamaica. Yeah. Even worse in America, they should have been had different genres. Yeah. Because there's some different type of thing we are doing. Yeah. The sounds are different. And the sounds are different. And yeah. the fans are totally different too. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just a respect thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you listen to any any one of the the, the new chopper artists now, them quick for tell her, yo, I'm not a lyricist, I'm not a rapper. Yeah. So just take them out and rap them, put them in a one different, make, make them create a different genre. Yeah. And it's just what's popular. Like yeah. This is, w- and I, I I think there's a misconception that. The young kids are listening to this and only listening to this one thing. And I, I try to tell people, I'm like, I mean, remember when I, my mom didn't want me listening to, you know, Little Kim or Foxy Brown. But I also listened to, like, you know, Menor Steel Pulse, Menor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think yeah. growing up, kids, as long as they're exposed to all of it and they really are in this information age, that they have an appreciation for every genre separately Ed, and I think be, be a parent mm-hmm. you know what I mean educate your kids mm-hmm. you know, it, so the world has a whole bunch of stuff where if you, like you can't there, there can't be an artist that you want to blacklist the artist because you're saying that the artist is influencing your child right no you're supposed to drill the knowledge into your child that even if him love the artist the artist can't tell him to jump off a cliff and him right. do it and it's just entertainment you get an answer so I think it, it's it, it's that is people wanting to drop the blame upon artists and you know what I mean? I do what I do. Some of it is crazy and I'm mean, not agree with some of it but mm-hmm. I, I'm not one to judge. Like, them you they feed them family and they buy one million chain and all that and something of them thing and I live them life. Let them do it. Yeah, let them do it. Let the yeah. artists be artists and, and yeah, yeah. let them keep creating because that's what they're you know, sign up for. Mm-hmm. So, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, conversing with you a little bit, Conscience. Um, uh, make sure you guys uh, tune into the next episode. Until then, make sure you guys walk good with style and vibes. Right, big up on yourself. It was really great sitting down with Conscience. I loved his take on the industry evolving and possibly needing new subgenres. That's it for this episode of the Style and Vibes podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. Also, make sure you leave us a rating and review so that it'll help us rank in iTunes. If you can't wait until the next episode, stay in the know by visiting styleandvibes.com, sign up for our newsletter, and make sure you're connected with us on social media. Until next time, I'm Michaela, your resident fly Caribbean chick, representing the culture with style and vibes. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Style and Vibes podcast. If you like what you hear, and I know you do, share it with your friends and family. If you want more, make sure you visit styleandvibes.com and follow us on our social channels, Twitter and Instagram at styleandvibes. Until next time, Leah Tommy peeps.